There we go. Uh, my name is Gerald Kasten. I'm one of the serving elders. Um, I guess I'm the eldest of the elders, which is why I get the opportunity to speak first. Uh, they wanted me to give some memories of, of John from his earliest days, and, and that was 20 years ago. <laughs> and so my memories are kind of short. But what, what, I do, what I do want to emphasize is that is that it's a miracle we're here today. And the miracle was John and his family. Because whenever I say John, I'm including the whole family, Adam and, and Nathan and Heather and Hannah. Where are you at, Hannah? There you go. <laughs> Hannah, who calls us her foster grandparents, I guess, from the very beginning when she was a little curly-haired moppet running around. <laughs> but what, what, but I, what I mean by that is that... Um, I've been a member of this church for 40 years, which means I had 20 years prior to John. My wife and I, Jan, where are you at, Jan? Wave. Okay. And we're not even the only, the uh, oldest members of the church. Um, Lois Sherbanaugh in the back, she's been a member longer than we have. Uh, Debbie and Marvin Corby back there, give a wave. Yep. Marvin and I... And Jerry Sherbanaugh, Lois's late husband, all served together on the deacon board of Marquette Gospel Tabernacle prior to it being Water's Edge. Um, that, that was a very turbulent time. Um, we went for that 20 years. We came here in 82. We went through two permanent pastors, a couple of temporary pastors that were sent us by the fellowship essentially as, as, as troubleshooters to try to frankly keep the church from dissolving and to save it. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a hard time, but we, as you can see, we still have you know, remnants of folks that went through that and, and stuck with the gospel tabernacle becoming water's edge. My memory of John when he came, now, now again, it's because I'm getting old, and I don't remember if I literally asked him this question or if it was a mental question in my mind. When he, when he came to interview, he, we had little home groups, and he went around, and we got to know him in, in, in little smaller intimate meetings. And my question was, and again, I don't, John would have to tell me if I literally asked him this, but my question at that time was why would anybody in their sane mind want to move into this toxic environment for a pastor? I, I couldn't understand it. <laughs> and the answer was it was, it was a miracle. And, and you'll have to ask John about all of the details, but essentially God, God called him here and told him to come and be our pastor and essentially save the church, which allows us to all be here today. Um, <laughs> the turbulence didn't end as a miracle when he came and the waters parted and everything was clear and sunny. You know, we went, we went through, see, our, our, our goal as a church had always been to minister to NMU. That, that was the, let, let me ask you this, hold your hand up if you are here as a student or came here originally as a student or affiliated with NMU in some way coming to this church. Look around. You know, prior to John's coming, we, we had onesies and twosies, but, but the, the mission was always to try to, to minister to NMU. Well, John knew that, that we just did not have the culture or the environment to do that. So he set about changing it. <laughs> and each, each change he made caused more waves, caused a little bit of confusion, 
caused a lot of consternation. You know, we went from we went from the organ and hymn number 235, and let's sing verses 1, 4, 7, and 8. If you've ever been in a denominational church, you know what I'm talking about. Well, we sold the organ, caused quite a bit of consternation, took out the pews, put chairs in, more consternation, packed away the hymnals, of course, when we sold the, when we sold the organ, you know, more consternation, um, did some changing in the lobby. We took down a bulletin board. That caused a lot of issues because everything we did was associated with somebody that was a past member, you know, or a contributing member of the church. And at, at, the, at the end of the day, it worked. You know, it was, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this and take this in the humor that it's meant that I think initially our success with the college students was we had a, a young, good-looking pastor that attracted a lot of young ladies and the young ladies attracted a lot of the young men. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that was, that was that's, that's, that's humor. Take it as, as it is. <laughs> but, but, but at the end of the day, it worked. I think we have a good ministry to NMU. I think that has always been our goal, but it, but it took someone like John to come and implement the changes that were needed to do that. Um, one of the other things that I remember is as people were leaving the church because of these changes, they, they were the, the solid members of the com- contributing members of the church, and, and it was said that we couldn't survive. We would never survive with this proportion of college students in our congregation because they don't have any money. But it was never an issue. We, you know, we survived, we flourished, and we're here today. And then the fruits of that are a lot of these young families and kids that you see running around that are a result of that college ministry that, that I give full credit to John for. So now we're going to show a video of some testimonies of some of the John's friends and members of the church that couldn't be here. Pastor and Shar, thank you. Thank you for years and years of pouring into me and so many others around me. Thank you for honesty and uh, understanding of how God works and learning how he should work. Thank you for taking a 19-year-old college kid in who started having crazy dreams and laughing at him and with him about them. Uh, but helping helping me understand what they are and what they're about and what God is doing in the greater things in the grand scheme of things and and how being uncomfortable with him is good and okay and, and, and that's growing in our faith thank you for saying yes to him thank you for um, your yes being a yes for others uh, that you've learned that you learned how to say yes, but also you've taught how to say yes, even when things didn't make sense. But to just continue to follow him and trust him in the process and walking through all that and being consistent in that. Um, thank you for being a spiritual mother and father, but also just a mom and dad too. When I've when I've needed one and and in many walks and talks and dinners and meals and. All of that, 
Um, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for so many things. Thank you for believing in me in college ministry. Thank you for believing in me um, to help me get here uh, in Germany and making some sort of impact. I don't know how significant or not, but it's it's saying yes to the Lord as well. Um, I just, it, it's hard to say thank you enough. It's hard to, to it's hard to put into a two or three minute video what uh, 20 years of friendship and living life together and uh, mentorship and discipleship is and and it and I man I hope it's 20 more years I, I don't hope it I hope it's not done um, and I hope I come home to be able to sit with you guys again in your new house um, and maybe even help with it who knows what what's planned with the Lord but I'm just so grateful our paths have crossed so grateful for your decades of ministry but also the decades that are ahead I don't think you're done. I think it's just going to look different. Love you both so much, and, and I'm just so thankful for you. I'll see you soon. Hi, Sharon, Pastor Tuttle. Happy retirement. I'm so excited for you guys and for this next season of your life. I just wanted to let you know that you guys have become the gold standard for me in terms of church leadership, ministry, and also just human beings in general. Some of the things that I've really valued about you over the years, uh, first of all, is the culture of authenticity that you created within Water's Edge. Uh, first, by sharing your own personal stories and your own openness about your lives. Um, I feel like I can take your stories with me and draw wisdom from them as I walk through life myself. Um, and then secondly, is the culture of authenticity with what God is doing. I love that you had a very high standard of if God is doing it and the Holy Spirit is in it, then we want it. And if he's not, then we don't. And that created a really safe space. I know for me personally, when I first came into Water's Edge and was learning to discern and hear the voice of God for myself. So thank you for that. Um, also, thank you for entrusting others with leadership. I was really honored to lead worship for many years and I could not have done so without your support and direction and instruction and also the immense amount of grace that you give. And so thank you for that. And also thank you for the kindness toward toward myself and other people. I know um, I brought or asked some people to church from different walks of life and you had challenging conversations with them without compromising the, the truth of the Bible. So thank you for that. I love you guys. I just wish you the best in this next season of life as um, you see promises fulfilled and get to walk in the fruits of a lifetime of labor. So thank you for all of your prayers that you've prayed for me throughout my life. And again, I love you guys and I hope to see you again soon and have a great retirement party. Bye. Hello, John and Char. I'm so sad that we couldn't be there for your celebration. But we are thinking about you guys and we just wish we could be there and hug you in person and can't wait to hug you again, hopefully soon. 
We just love you guys so much. I just want you to know that you have made such a difference in our lives in the short time we were able to um, live life with you guys. And uh, the encouragement and the healing and just the amazing um, stuff God used you guys for in our lives has been so, so meaningful. And um, when we left to take this church, you knew that our hearts were broken to leave, but excited to follow God's leading. And you were encouraging and um, just getting the messages every Sunday before church for over a year was just something no one else gave us. So that meant so much to me and I know to Herbie as well. But um, we just, we wish you guys well. We know that you have made a difference in so many people's lives and um, we will never forget the things that you have done for us and the things that you spoke into our lives and taught us and um, we're just so, so grateful for you guys and congratulations. Super exciting. Um, can't wait to just hang out with you guys sometime soon at your new house and um, just enjoy your company. So enjoy today. I hope you guys are well and happy. And I know that you have so much support in this next um, journey. So we love you. Bye. Hello, John and Char. This is uh, Herb just dropping you a quick message, letting you know um, how much you mean to me. Um, Heather said three minutes. I'll, I'll make it short, shorter than that, hopefully, but I just want you to know that's not enough time to share with you how much you mean to me. Uh, you guys were there for me when I was at a very weak point, when I was at a point where I, when I didn't feel worthy. And John, um, you helped me gain my confidence in who Christ says I am. And now I'm uh, doing what he has asked me to do. And, and I just, um, I think about you often. I think about you every week when I prepare a message. I, I, and I think about your servanthood. I think about your, your steadfastness, your ability to, to weather the storm. And, and I'm just so proud of uh, both of you. I remember our talks in the kitchen and, and how you were serving Char and, and just making awesome meals for us. And, you guys just hold a special place in my heart and I refer to you often as my mentor John and, and the things that you've taught me um, and I just I just care about you guys and I'm praying for you I'm happy about the new house that you're building um, and if I don't see you very often I want you to know that you're in my heart uh, you're in my prayers and you're in my thoughts uh, we love you guys we appreciate you and I'm only at a minute 21 so I'm gonna just uh, I'm just going to pray real quick. Uh, Father, you're an amazing God. And Lord, I thank you for John and Shara's ministry and their continued ministry, Lord. They will finish strong uh, because they know who you are. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. John and Shar, we love you. Have some fun today. Have fun the rest of the days of your life knowing that you have served well and it's, and it's not over yet. Have a great Have a great weekend, and I hope to see you soon. Congratulations, Pastor and Mrs. Tuttle. I, uh, I hope the party's going well. I thought I'd take a couple minutes here to um, thank you and say say a few words. Um, 
I know my brothers are going to be sending in videos as well, so I'll, I'll try and uh, keep it brief. Uh, thank you for being a second mom and dad to me uh, for so many years. Um, and thank you so much for uh, instilling a sense of calm in our family and in my brothers and I. Um, you know, the, the Schwann boys can be very intense. Uh, the whole family is fairly intense and, and you uh, two were always there to um, be a bedrock for us, frankly. I, I remember uh, just constantly uh, looking up to you and to, uh, and to watching so closely how you reacted to any situation. And you always had a smile on your face uh, and uh, that little chuckle. And, and Mrs. Tuttle uh, had her, always had a laugh and kept us all in order. And uh, that influence is uh, echoing, I'm sure, through many of the videos you're seeing today. And uh, it's because it's who you are. And so that doesn't stop just because you're retiring. Sorry to say you're still on the clock. Um, uh, again, just um, thank you for being you. Uh, thank you for being such a huge part of, of my life and my brother's lives. Um, and uh, I wish you all the very best. And I can't wait to, can't wait to uh, see you again. Love you guys. Hey, John and Shar. Uh, I just wanted to thank you personally for um, everything that you um, blessed me with as a college kid um, who really didn't know what I believed or where I belonged in the church. And uh, I found a lot of meaning and purpose um, at Water's Edge. And um, I'm really just blessed to have watched uh, you guys um, and your marriage and uh, your entire family really um, I just want to thank you for that. Yeah, and I know I came into the story late, but um, you guys just created this amazing community and I felt so at home. Um, and Josh and I felt so supported when we were married. Like we had so many different people within the church to go to, um, including the two of you. And that's because the two of you. Uh, and every time we come to visit with our boys, uh, we just feel so at home and so loved and cared for by both of you. And we probably wouldn't be here today <laughs> if it weren't for you. Yeah, we wouldn't be together if it weren't for yes. you too. We'd be here, but um, yeah, and I, I guess our prayer for you guys is that, um, you know, you continue to, uh, to work with um, the local church and, and find meaning there. And, um, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Pastor John Tuttle and Char, uh, AKA second mom growing up 46 years of ministry, just the, uh, beauty and the light that you guys spoke into my life from a young age, having a best friend, Adam, a younger brother to beat up Nathan and Heather, a wonderful sister that the Schwann boys never had. Um, so many things, so many memories. One of them would be uh, Pastor Tuttle on our way up to Christian camp. We just <clears throat> continued to ask him, how much longer? And he would just be driving and he would just go like this. 
five minutes. 30 minutes later, how much longer? Five minutes. Um, just uh, so many more stories to say, but we'll keep this video moving along. Uh, love you both. It's been since Heather's wedding that I actually got to hug you guys. It's been a long time. Um, and yeah, I maybe at some point me and my wife and our baby boy will be able to come up to the UP and see you. I love you guys. Hi, Pastor John and Char. Uh, this is Spencer and Abby coming to you from downstate Michigan. We heard y'all were retiring and we just wanted to wish you immense congratulations. Um, Pastor John, whether it be going out to your land with you um, and just the wisdom you gave me through that and Shar, your cooking and guidance on Tuesday Night Connections, um, both of you had a huge impact on Abby and I's lives uh, when we lived in Marquette and now beyond. Uh, we share about Water's Edge and our time there to all of our friends even still today. Um, and we hope to get to see you guys again. Congratulations on retirement. Thank you for all the lives that you poured into throughout the years. And we hope that y'all get to relax. And we wish you the best with your goals moving forward. Love you guys. Love you. Hi, Mom and Dad. This is Nathan and Kate. Uh, we just want to say that we love you um, and just are, are really gutted that we're not able to be there um, to celebrate um, your life's work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, I could make the joke that I feel like um, you've always been in my life and your ministry. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just think that um, what you've done is, is quite special um, many start the race and not as many finish it and I think you've, you've finished well um, your, your legacy is in people and not in a building um, and you know from the, the entirety of my life um, you've invested in people um, you've chosen the good portion and, and and built into people and invested in them and I'm just so proud to be your son and the legacy that you've laid for us is, is truly wonderful the um, example that you've set for us we love you so much um, we can't wait to see you um and we're really sorry we can't be there in person to celebrate you. Um, excited for next season. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Um, can't wait to see your new house um, and the land. And yeah, just we love you dearly. Um, and we can't wait to, to be there in person to celebrate you. Yeah, it's well earned. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're excited about the season. We love you. We love you. Bye. See ya.
Okay, kids, under eight. Do you see Lindsay back there? She's waving. You guys can head on downstairs with her. We're going to give a little bit of time to uh, any of those of you here in person that want to also share, uh, give a word or a message or something to say to, uh, to John and Char today, um, uh, live and in person. Um, I'm in charge of gatekeeping the microphone. So uh, try to keep it brief as far as we're looking for, you know, under two minutes, 90 seconds, you know. Uh, and because there's going to be a lot of us, then that's the reason why. So if you have something to share, um, now kind of is, is the time to do it. And, and we just want to really bless and honor them. Um, me personally, um, I met John when we were at Fall Fest when I was going to NMU. Met him at Fall Fest when, when Water's Edge had a, had a table. It was Gospel Tab at the time. But I got a free can of soda, and uh, 20 years later, uh, I married his daughter. So... Um, just took some sugar, really, and um, but the legacy that I've been able to be part of, um, whether it was been here um, in Marquette or even while we were away, this has always been. This church is the reason why we wanted to come back to Marquette so desperately, and and we're just really blessed to be back here now. So um, thank you and love you. Um, if you guys just want to raise your hand, there's probably going to be a bunch of you, but if you want to share something, I will come find you, and um, we'll just do it that way. Anyone? Pastor and Shar, thank you so much for treating me like family right away. Um, my name is Jessica Bordeaux, and I'm Eddie Bordeaux's wife, and Eddie is one of John's best friends. Um, they have a very special relationship and have for a long time. So, therefore, John prayed for me before I even met Ed. He saw visions of what our lives were going to look like, um, that Ed would have two little girls. And um, I stayed with them when I came up here to visit Ed, and they were um, incredibly kind and loving towards me right from the beginning and um, I appreciate you I'm so excited for you and um, thank you so very much hey John and Char uh, we're newbies here we've only been here three to four years but John was the first for all you know that you know when God called Laura and I to do UP City Fest uh our own pastor rejected the idea at the time. And, uh, and John was really the first pastor that, that believed in us and said, yeah, I support you. And, uh, and so he also got the church behind us. And uh, I don't know Benny's here today too, right, somewhere? Benny's here? Oh, Benny's also was critical this year. If you, I don't know if you know that he brought on two churches. And, and Nancy Reif, by her leaving, she actually brought a third church. 
Um, but uh, John's influence, among other pastors, was also was also critical. So really, we have a lot to thank him for. I, I, I don't know if UP City Fest would have moved on without without you, because it would have been just a, a dream and a vision. But uh, but you guys really made a difference. Thanks. Tell you what, if you guys want to share something, if you want to come up and just sit in one of these open chairs in the front, and we can just kind of go down the line. But anyone else? Um, John Char, just, just thank you so much for the years of, uh, just encouraging me. And, um, I think one of the favorite memories that I just have is when I was a young college student of having these great ideas of like, Hey, let's go give an iPad away. Or, and he's like, do you want to give away like the whole church checkbook and stuff like that? When we do these, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, we can bring everyone here and, um, I just really thank you for the uh, entrepreneurial spirit that you fostered in me. And that's where I am today. That's where my family's at, um, running businesses. And if, if it wasn't for you encouraging me, I don't, I don't think that would have happened. So thank you. I don't know if I can talk much without just falling apart. But I remember the first time I came here, I was 19, my life was a mess, and I like snuck into Immersed, and I remember pastor said, hey, I want to introduce you to my wife, and Shar just sat and talked with me for like an hour or two, and that was just the most caring personal relationship or experience I had ever had in a church and I had grown up going to church and then I remember thinking well I should probably go back on Sunday just to you know say thanks and I was hooked and the Tuttles have just been like family you've welcomed us into your home so many times and have been like parents to me when I felt like an orphan Shar you taught me how to cook chicken and how to make soap and life skills that I never would have gained and we just I just want to say thank you for all of the time that you have spent with us and all that you've sown into us and advice that you've given us and even though kids have come and we don't get to spend as much time together anymore we're just so thankful for all that you've done for us and for all of us but and for just setting such a great example of humility and honor and service and we just love you and we're so thankful for you um oh, okay i'll stand up um to, to you guys you guys came here when i was i was young i was a student and you guys had just come up here and uh kimberly and i left and we and we came back but even then when i was a kid I have a lot of quirks and goofiness is about me, which God made me to be, right? Um, always accepted me. I, I hate this stuff. I cry all the time. I'm super emotional. Um, um, you know, one of the, I've got many memories because you guys are amazing, godly people who love us all. But, you know, Char teaching me to can things. 
um, John just being there when I need help moving something. Um, but a very specific memory is only the last couple of years. John, you said, always sell yourself short. Not literally. But, <laughs> but you said something along the lines like, you know, you said this, you said that, but you are, you are so much more than you feel you are. That God has made you to be you. And that, that I've come a long way since that punk college kid. And those words will never, never leave me. You guys came, you've said many times, like, I don't know why we're moving up to the UP. I'm the reason why to the UP. Half these people here are the reason you moved here. And um, I thank you and I love you and I, I can't wait to s- spend more time with you in your, in your uh, free years, I guess, free, but um, more youthful years, I guess, in your, anyway, I'm done. Thank you. Love you. Hi. So um, Emily and I are also newbies. We've only been here for a couple of years. But um, something that was, like, really, really stuck out is the fact that when we came to this church, it was an instantaneous feeling of home. And, you know, we, we came here and we said, this is it. We're not looking for any more churches. This is, this is the one that we want. And within a, few, within a few months of us being here, you had us at your house and you made dinner for us, and you asked about us and, you know, where we were from, and, you know, you, you took the time to get to know us, and you, you took what you heard from us and then um, hooked us up with, with other people that would fill the needs that we had, and you made sure that we weren't just somebody who came here and you checked the box of, well, yeah, we had dinner with them. You then brought it forward to, to make sure that we had that, that greater support and community, so... Thank you. John and Char, yeah, Matt and I haven't been here too long. Matt would be up saying this, except he's got a hoarse voice. But we are so grateful to find a church that preaches a word. Char in your Bible study and Pastor John, uh, just in the sermons, you know, people don't take that for granted. You can go to a lot of different places, which we went to different churches and so we are so grateful for that and to be fed the word to come and have practical application in one's life. We just can't thank you enough. My name is Brent's dad. <laughs> She's Brent's mom. The other church I go to, I'm Brad's dad. So to explain that, this really isn't our home church. But we've known about this church since Brent started coming here right out of college. And Brent is in a great place in his life. Brent and his wife are in a great place. Their family's in a great place. And we give credit to a number of people, maybe first and foremost to John Shar. I've been to more than one uh, retirement event for a pastor. There has never been one that is more... John Shar, then none of these others are the same place. It is John Shar. So I give credit to both of you for the world, the way you've poured into Brent's life over these years. I get to talk about this church 
in the other place we live. And I always talk about how unbelievable this ministry is, how it transitioned from, as Gerald talked about, where it was and where it is today. And there are very few ministers, fam, uh, minister families, who have been able to accomplish what they have done. So I give you credit for that. You have served God in an unbelievable way. Congrats. All right, guys, i got to make this quick because everybody's hungry, and it's all on me. I was kidding. But, um, no, I was super excited to be able to just get up and say, like, a huge thank you. Um, so many people kind of touched on it already, but, like, the legacy you left in this church. We started going here. Well, I first came here, I think, in 2014, and my first day was a neighborhood group. So we were down in the basement, and I was like, that was a little different. Um, sat at Heather and Trevor's table. Um, and, and we got, even though it was weird and different, like it was so great. Like, and that's because, you know, Heather and Trevor, obviously Heather being your daughter learned a lot from you. Um, but they were able to take what you've taught and pour into us in that table. The next time I came back was a few months later and I was sitting right at the end of one of these rows right next to Benny. And I had no clue what I wanted to do with my life because I had just graduated and everything I thought I was supposed to do wasn't, wasn't going to happen. So Benny prayed with me and um, shortly after that, some random person, I don't remember her name, I could probably point her out in the crowd if I saw her face, came up to me and gave me a book and said, God told me to give this to you. And I was like, that's weird. That's so strange, but it was perfect. It was a purpose-driven life, and then um, I might have came back once or twice then, but then I started coming full-time with my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, Sarah, and our first day here, um, an older couple, they've been here a lot, but I don't remember their names, prayed over us, and we knew in that moment that we were going to build ourselves together in this church, and to speak to your legacy, um, like we've been able to build through the people that you've invested in to invest in others. The Holesworths have been fantastic. The Grillies have been fantastic. Heather and Trevor, um, Benny, you know, there's so many people that you've like just kind of helped flourish to continue on to make this church like the village that everybody needs. Um, so much, in fact, that I have all my family lives downstate and Sarah's family lives downstate. And we knew that we had to get married here. So everybody had to travel hundreds of miles to come here. Um, but we thank you for that because I don't think, like Chelsea and Josh said, like our marriage wouldn't be half of what it is if not for what you've created in this church. So we thank you for that. I'm going to go make burgers now. <laughs> don't even know where to start, but, um, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, the first time I met John was at the university center. They were doing a concert thing, and 
it was the end of the night and they're praying for people and John came over and <clears throat> prayed for me and I uh, had been praying for three things <clears throat> in my consistently for I don't know like six months and he hit every single one on the head and I was like this is so different <clears throat> there's and that I was like I need more of that I need more what does that look like to be so close to God that you can hear hear him and speak that life into others and um, it just it took me on a a journey uh, for the next 15 years, um, discovering who God is and who I am in him and that there's so much more in the kingdom of God. So like, just thank you for that. Um, when I first started, I was not married. I first started coming to church and then, uh, <clears throat> John preached on birth control five kids later <laughs> and Char just <clears throat> thank you so much for the investment that you had in my life and in Johanna's and just like Mary was saying, uh, learning how to cook, like just simple things, but then also pouring into those deep spiritual things while you're teaching those skills. Like there's so much value in that. And I just appreciate that. And, um, giving me all the opportunity you did, John, for whether I was preaching a sermon and I didn't know what I was saying or just, you gave me so much ministry opportunity to grow in my leadership and my skills. And I'm just super thankful in that. And you guys creating that atmosphere of being able to experience God's presence on a daily basis. I'm just super thankful. So thank you. So I came here, I was like in high school, actually, it was 2004. I visited a few times and I was real casual in my faith and church attendance, but I actually kind of witnessed a lot of the transformation of the culture. I remember kind of being bored the first couple times I came. And then <clears throat> as God got a hold of my heart, it was clear that he was speaking to me through this place and met my wife here. And a couple things that just really, um, I would say, I really take with me and I, and I really appreciate is the way that you guys lead. It just, it allows people to, function in their gifts like it's real empowerment not controlling or telling them how they need to do things but like really empowering them but hand in hand is like unwavering truth and it's just it's so vital to um walking in this day and age as a christian and so i just like laugh when i think back to like i mean there was just we we ministered together in some really cool ways and we witnessed God do some great things in us and through us um, but there's so many ways that I, I was just a wild immature young kid who I mean I could have gone off the rails in so many ways but you like you kept bringing me back to truth but with a freedom to function in the gifts that God gave me and, and I know Jen feels similar so I just thank you so much and there's so many times where I'm like leading my kids or just in other relationships where I think of the way that you guys lead and empower people with a, with also declaring truth. And it's just been very meaningful in how I carry myself. So thank you so much. I have a lot of good memories uh, here. We, we definitely call this place home. Um, I think one of my favorite memories was uh, 
you know, early on we were, our, our services would last a long time, especially, you know, into, uh, at the end when you'd kind of leave things open-ended and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, my fingers are tired, my voice is tired. I'm like, okay, I, I just got to keep going. And so I'm seeing like a lot of this stuff in front of me and I'm not sure whether to be freaked out or whether to be encouraged by it, you know, cause I'm just a 19 year old kid. I don't even know what the Holy spirit is or what, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, one of my favorite memories was, uh, we must've been singing how great is our God for an hour. And you came up and you just kind of cocked your side grin there. And, and you said, I don't think we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Uh, and so I just appreciate your perseverance in, in, um, the presence of God, your perseverance and, you know, that, that very clear statement that I remember, we're not going to be, we're not going to finish until we reach the campus. You know, that, that was a, and it's very clear that you've done it. Um, the, uh, the community here is something Anna touched a little bit on it on her video. And that's a recurring theme here. We, we tried, like we tried really hard when we moved away to find something that was similar to here and it's just not, we couldn't, you know, um, you really do raise a high standard for the church. And I know Dory, Dory's out sick today, but I know she would say the same thing. And, you know, when we were in Milwaukee, she, she talks so much about water's edge where I was just like, at some point I was just like, okay, you've got to stop talking about water's edge. You're going to make these people feel bad. You know, I mean, I, I say that joking, you know, but, um, but it's very clear the impact that you've had on our family. So thank you and happy retirement. I'm going to look this way so I don't lose it. I can't look at you guys. Um, Start with that video, my Lord. Um, A lot of parents in here. I think you, most of you can agree. One of the best ways to, to parents is by example which your children to see they echo then hopefully later on in life. And John and Char have been such wonderful examples to myself and my wife. And I'm sure so many of you guys can agree when you think of scenarios in your life or times that you can actually close your eyes and picture. It's like, what would Char say here? What would John do here? And that's really powerful. Um, and as Brent's dad mentioned, it's, uh, you guys are so easy to brag about. Um, I can't tell you how many times somebody's talking about uh, their church or it, whether they're out of town or whatnot. And, and I do love bragging you guys up. It's so easy and so fun to, but, uh, John in particular is like words that keep getting re- repeated are authentic, integral, um, Another huge one is um, transparent and vulnerable. I mean, anyone who's had a conversation with him or some one-on-one time knows like how, how rare that is in men in particular, but also uh, how freely he gives it. It's, it's been very impactful in my life. Um, <laughs> 10 years or more now, uh, John agreed to meet with me and a couple other guys one time a week in the basement of a tattoo shop and has been doing that steadfastly since. Uh, I remember asking Heather a few years in, I'm like, man, I feel terrible. I get so much out of it. And I feel like John's probably just feels obligated at this point. And she's like, no, he loves it. 
I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. He said, because you've committed. And that's all he's looking for, is somebody else to commit. So the competition's on. We're going to see who's going <laughs> to tap first, but so far hasn't happened. We love you guys. Well, there are so many things that I know Reese would also say that we could thank you guys for um, discipleship and taking us in at different times, um, like so many of us when we needed places to stay. Um, but first and foremost, we have to thank you for keeping connections going on Zoom when COVID shut everything down. And um, even though you did promise us lazy boy chairs for Reese and I being the ones to be going the longest, even even in the summer when school was out, um, marrying us was probably a, a sufficient um, <laughs> sufficient enough. But um, seriously, we're so thankful for you guys, and we're so thankful for this community um, that you guys have created here. And um, it's really exciting for us knowing... Um, even though we're going to miss this church so much and you guys that you guys have helped us help to prepare us to um, bring this community to wherever we go next. And we're excited for that. So thank you. I'm uh, Jan Caston and I was here long enough ago to say, I remember when (laughs) uh, the, before John and Shar came, Gordy Wells was like an interim pastor, and um, we started meeting once a week to pray in our new pastor. And when you pray for someone, you're invested in them. There's a, a, a spiritual connection. And... I, my heart connected with John and Shar when they came to uh, be interviewed, and that connection has not been broken. They are, um, and this whole church is like part of me because the Holy Spirit has connected us. We are a family. And um, I'm so thankful for John and Char being obedient to God's call here. And it's um, an honor to serve with them. And, um, And for them to allow me to be who God has made me to be, who... God has um, put his stamp on this church to be. So I just thank you both for, uh, we love you. I first started coming here with Ed Bordeaux because we were working with uh, in youth ministry together. And so I was going to another church, but I started coming to Immersed on Saturday nights, like pretty consistently. Um, and have some my first interactions with John then. But uh, this morning, Emma said, Dad, why, why did you guys choose to come to this church? And um, I think it was, it was interesting to think about that. But I think I've always just had to explain it like there's just something different. Like if you meet John as a pastor, there's just something different. Um, and I think there's, there's so much um, 
focus either on appearances or like, you know, it's like consumer Christianity and the churches are competing to be the best at this and the best at that and, you know, have the right color paint and like all the things. And it was like, this church was never about those things, you know? And um, early on, I remember thinking like, man, like, could we fix the typos on the, the song lyrics or, or things like this? And, but, and over time, I was like, I was like, I need to let go of that because, because I'm finding here the things that I really am looking for and that it's, you know, it's focused on prayer and discipleship and um, people being ministered to before they leave the doors on Sunday morning. Um, which is something that that I think uh, should be happening every time the church gathers. And so, um, and and lastly, I think on that question, like why this church, um, you know, to me, you you could say, well, you know, I want a church where the music is a certain way or the preaching is a certain way. And and to a degree, I've found those things that I would want here. But but to me, it's far more important that, that John and Char's life and their family um, was what I wanted um, and that they were leading people into that. And so it wasn't about the appearances or the superficial things. It was always about what really mattered, which was the people and building the people up. And so just grateful to be a part of that. Um, and, uh, and also just seeing the way this has been mentioned already, but people that were given a chance when it seemed like they maybe weren't quite ready but to see the fruit of that has completely changed my perspective um, because those people are now just flourishing in those areas that they were a little bit green when they were first given the chance. And that's just been a lesson to me to see that. So I'll just close with this verse. Um, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Okay, we're going to try to do this. I don't know where I'm going to look. I can't look at Adam. I can't look at Heather. Um, <laughs> I just, I would hate to miss an opportunity to honor you. Um, oh, dear. Okay, I'm going to look over here for a second. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you. I just, um, I think about all the behind the scenes that I've seen of the cost of what you've done here um, and just in our lives. I um, I just think about the how grateful I am that I knew the Holy Spirit intimately, even as a kid. And I just like I know it's because of the price that you paid um, to see Him and the way you humbled yourself to to pursue um, an expression of God that you hadn't seen. Um, you let yourself go into mystery and, and stay there for a while. And I think about, you know, when, when we kind of went through that outpouring and just your willingness to sit in the mess and sit in the unknown, um, when you could have, you could have squashed it for the sake of control or the sake of having a neat package. Um, and, and I mean, just behind the scenes, I'm like, daddy, I think about you sitting in that, weird little basement closet and praying because <laughs> you just needed to like s- shut out any distraction and and mom I, I just like every time you're washing the dishes just hearing you just speak in tongues and pray into your breath and just the um the dedication to intimacy with the lord and the dedication to uh knowing him 
at any cost. And you've, you've set a fire in me that will never go out. The dedication to truth um, and the authentic expression of the Holy Spirit at any cost. Where I'm like, it, it doesn't matter what it looks like if he's there. Um, and there's such a courage that I've found because of you. And I'm, I'm so endlessly grateful um and just it i think it speaks so highly that all of us kids are not just serving the lord but love the church we love the body of christ and and i know so many uh kids that were raised in ministry that don't have that experience they maybe know the lord but they're they're not in love with the church but you've taught us to love people and to love people well and um it set us up for most the most remarkable things and i'm just so grateful so Thanks, and I love you. Wow, you guys are really loved (laughs) and well-earned. One side thought, I am very impressed. You know, a lot of churches today, it's a lot of women. And I'm very impressed that there are so many strong men in our church that are are coming up and speaking. And I think that's a legacy to to what you've done here as well. So thank you for that. Many years ago, we had gone through an extremely horrible, dark season in our life that we had allowed. And um, and John had kind of stepped in and said, you don't get to allow this to stay in the dark anymore. You have to deal with this or you're going to continue to struggle with sin in your life and confusion and darkness. And it was extremely hard. It was like a Band-Aid getting ripped off. And it was just, I can't express what a dark time in our life that was. I have looked back on that time so many times and been so thankful for this couple because we today have an amazing, beautiful life because he held that standard to say, I'm not going to just turn a blind eye to this. I'm going to help you walk through this and address this. And so um, I've looked back many times and thought, I'm so thankful for the hard choices that you've made, that you chose to hear God's voice, that you chose to say, this is, this is what God wants. This is what his scripture says. This is where, where he's at. And so... Um, Thank you for setting a standard. Thank you for hearing God's voice. Thank you for being faithful. And I know that when we had our hard time in life, that you took that home every night and you guys worried about us and you prayed about it. And we're just one family. I look around here and I think, you know everybody's story. And you take all of that home and you have tenderly cared for us. And we thank you for that. And I think everybody here just really appreciates how much you have poured. Somebody had said you paid into families. And I can't wait for the next 20, 30 years of doing ministry with you, but also getting to the pearly gates and seeing which crowns of service you get to throw at our Father's feet because you guys have done an amazing job. And so thank you. We love you. Um, first off, if you're visiting today, I'm really sorry. (laughs) Um, but like what Hannah shared about 
us loving God, it's remarkable to have all your kids, like, not only love God, but just, like, deeply love him and deeply love the church. And um, I honestly think what set us up for success in that way And you guys did a lot of sacrificing to tick different boxes to pour into us. But, like, you were always chasing the presence of God. I knew, like, my whole life, I've known nothing was more important than that to you. And um, there are things that you prayed into for my life. That you just, like, when I was, like, eight years old, um, you just felt like I was supposed to start taking piano lessons, and you couldn't afford it, and you did it anyway. And, um, uh, I hate trying to talk when you're crying. (laughs) Um, but there's, like, seriously so many moments like that that I look back on, and... I remember, like, as a teenager, you're trying to figure out so desperately, like, what you're supposed to do with your life. And I knew that, like, if I told you, I feel like God's asked me to do this. And, you know, obviously, and and be truthful in that, like, you would support me doing anything, moving to the ends of the earth. And um, you gave me so many opportunities, and not just because I was your daughter, but to, like, do things that I would mess up in like with starting to lead worship and different things and um man I think that's such a mark though on so many people that have spoken they're like I didn't have it all together and I've been part of other ministries where it feels like you do have to at least look like you have it all together um and you're just like I just want the presence of God and whatever that looks like and that's such a huge deal. Um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm so grateful to be your daughter. Grateful for this ministry. And also just like as an adult, you parent really well. I think the secret to parenting adult kids is just to like not give them advice you don't ask for. <laughs> But, like, I always want to go to you for advice because you're not, like, trying to offer things that, um, that I, you know, you're not trying to step on my toes. And, um, again, I'm, like, I know that if I say, I feel like God has told me to do this, you're, like, in at 110%. And it's a big deal. Love you. Hi, Papa. I've just loved being at this church. I've loved you pastoring me, set, setting me straight, setting all of us straight. I'm going to try and make this short. Just so thankful. That's tough to follow, Judah. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Pastor John's oldest son and Char's. I guess I'm both of their son. And both of their oldest son, for that matter. 
And when I get nervous and want to cry in front of people, I tend to make lots of jokes. Um, so this will be fun-filled. Um, when we moved to Marquette, I was almost 18, and I only lived up here a few months, and then I went off to college. And uh, would come back, and things were a little different, and come back again, and things were really different. Um, and, and people don't know, like, uh, well, most people don't know, but in, in those first couple years, it, it was really hard. Um, there was a lot of, uh, as Jerry alluded to, maybe friction, uh, we'll call it nicely. Um, you know, people tried to kick us out after like six weeks of living here. Uh, but we, we, my dad and mom persevered. And one thing that was really always special in that is that they honored people. Um, I've never heard my parents badmouth people, really. And, and that's, I think, really special. I think that's something that is amazing. Um, so as people were talking this morning, I was just trying to think about what to say and, and try to get all my tears out before I got up here. Um, and I think one of the things that is, is really special about this place is I remember coming home, I think it was about my senior year of high, or, uh, college, and realizing that we didn't have just three siblings anymore. I didn't have three siblings. I had like dozens of siblings because there was all these kids in college that were now a part of our family. And you better believe if you didn't have a place to go for Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter, you'd be at our house. And so we just always had a revolving door of students and then families as those students got married and started their own families. And that was uh, really amazing. I think of coming back here uh, after graduating from Bible school and Dad and I had this conversation about starting a, a ministry that was weird, and we, we did that. And uh, I think of all the young men in this church that have had uh, desires to preach at different times and all the freedom you gave to let them preach and probably preach poorly uh, a lot of the times. Uh, we weren't always very good at it, um, but you gave us that grace, and I think like that's been a recurring theme today is that... Um, you were okay to take the mess of people um, as long as they were moving forward with the relationship with the Lord. Um, you know, there's the funny things, too, like uh, you both are fairly straight-laced human beings. Um, and then, you know, like Heather said, you always gave us grace, though. Like uh, I would come home with piercings, and then Dan started littering my body with tattoos. And, and you didn't really like it, but you kind of, like, went along with it. But you always loved us through it, and I never felt judged or, um, you know, that you were disappointed, which was really important, and I think one of the really special things that I'll, I'll leave it with is, um, you know, we, I think I'm like a fourth or fifth generation follower of Christ, my boys love the Lord, and I was, you know, we think about that from a, a legacy standpoint of how God through the generations, has uh, led people to prayer and praying for their families and stuff like that. And that's certainly impacted our immediate family. But the legacy that's left in this church, which is pretty amazing, is, again, those students that you started pouring in, into 15, 20 years ago now have their families, and those families are a part of this church, and they're growing. And those kids will go out. And so, like, You've got like 70,000 grandkids or grandchildren all over the country and world at this point. And that's really amazing. So thank you. Thank you for 
all that you've done for us as your immediate family, but also thank you for what you've done for this amazing church that you've built um, and let it be something that was really special as clearly marked by everyone's sharing today. Sorry. I'm glad everybody else cried because I hate getting emotional and now I'm getting emotional in front of like everybody. Um, gosh, I'm just so grateful to be here. Did I say my name's Megan already? I'm sorry. Um, I first met John at Fall Fest 2003. I'm walking around, I'm a freshman, and I see this tall guy. So I'm like, let me go over there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got a church over there. I have a daughter your age. Come come by. So I remember walking from my dorm, and I get in here. It's Heather and one other person, one other young person, you know. I'm like, what? But I just remember the hugs that I got that day were, like, life-changing for me because, you know, far from home, you know. But, yeah, things started to change, more young people. But um, this was just a place for me to grow and understand how to be a woman of God. I just don't know, like, what would have happened to me if I wasn't here. So um, I'm just grateful. <laughs> so grateful. Um, yeah, I mean... It's Marquette. I never thought I'd be in the Upper Peninsula, but now I'm coming back like every couple years because it's just a part of me and you guys are a part of me and your family and like all just the culture here and all the older couples that you had to help like guide us. It's just, it's amazing. So, you know, I love you guys. You took care of me when I was sick. You let me rummage through your refrigerator. So, thank you. Char, I've known you for a long time, and I think it was Glenda's Bible study that I met you. Um, it was my first experience. Uh, Glenda was this wonderful Christian lady that brought people from all over Marquette County to her house, and we all had a Bible study. And we all had a safe place to talk about our kids and what was going on in our lives. And Char was there to pour the Bible into us and bring us up. And I remember at one point in time you had told me how many Bible studies you actually taught. <laughs> and I thought, oh, wow. Uh, at the time, I was teaching one Bible study, and I was feeling overwhelmed. So I really learned that once you said yes to Jesus, you had to be all in, and then you just let, let God take care of all the details. But once you're in, you're all in. And funny thing is, is uh, years later, Matthew was talking about Water's Edge and John, and he's saying, do you know John's wife? And I went, well, no, I don't think so. He says, well, her name is Shar. And I go, Shar? There's not that many Shars around. Shar, Shar? It's got to be Shar. Shar is a pastor's wife? Wow! <laughs> wow, she really does do a lot. <laughs> so uh, once again, you guys are just fantastic parents to this church. And uh, Shar, I'm really 
pleased to see that you are continuing on with Bible study and that your daughter is following in your footsteps. And what a blessing. Yeah, thanks. So I've been sitting over here thinking, why are we crying? John's not leaving. Char's not leaving. Neither one of them died. Like, wow. What's it going to be like when you die? It's just going to be like nobody's even going to be able to talk. We'll have to like hire a pastor who doesn't even know you to come and do this ceremony. It's like, wow. Uh, Like many of you, I have been over here just kind of tearing up and um, it's really like tears of thankfulness and gratitude when I think about um, what you guys have done and looking back over the time that I've been here, if I think about some things that you guys did really well, one was you let go of control. And you let other people in this congregation take over certain things and make mistakes, myself included. Um, It was the second week that I came here. We were down in the basement and John said, I know you do some worship leading. Would you like to lead worship here? Right? Who, Who does that in, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever been to other churches, but nobody does that. Right? Nobody says after just the second time you're here, do you want to do this? And uh, I, don't, I don't know what you guys think about me leading worship now, but I wasn't very good back then. Okay, I don't know about now, but I was not where uh, I am today. And it wasn't long after that that he uh, allowed me to renovate start renovating the buildings on property i'm 20 years old and he gives me a credit card for the church and says have at it you know and just letting go of control and what that did for me was it gave me a sense of ownership like man i'm involved in what's going on here i'm invested in what's going on here and that is so rare um for people to do that Another thing that I thought of was just your intentional investment in my life. And it's been spoken about here by a number of people. But um, if I think back to my last 15, 16 years of life, like every major thing that's happened to me, you guys have been there. You know, every, there's not a time that you haven't been there. You uh, married Catherine and I. You were there for all of our kids, um, and you're still there for all of our kids, and you're still there for Catherine and I, and we, you know, we go through seasons where we spend a lot of time at Shar's table, and seasons where we don't spend very much time at Shar's table, but it's always open, and I just, man, I can't thank you guys enough, um, a funny story is when we, when I first started coming to church here, and I don't know if you guys know this, but John just got a cell phone like a couple months ago, and so you'd have to call the church office, and either Marsha would answer or John, and he'd answer, and I'd say, hey, John, this is Brent. Okay? That's all he'd say. Hey, John, this is Brent. Okay. 
and then we'd move on, you know. You call to the Tuttle home, and Shower would be like, oh, hey, Brent, how are you, you know, just totally different, but um, there was one point when Catherine and I were first married where we were completely out of money, and we needed $656. I'm not quoting the right exact number, but um, I remember my wife, Catherine, and I went on a walk, and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do, and we were praying, and I was like, man, I, I just, I'm probably going to have to borrow some money. And um, within just a couple minutes of me saying that, my phone rang, and it was John. And he said, hey, I just got this insurance check for $656 um, to do some work at the apartments for some water damage. Do you think you could come up with 650 It was It was to the dollar. And I, like, started crying, and I ran through this whole story about how we ended up with no money and how I couldn't believe he called, and it was just, like, this crazy God thing for me. And he goes, okay. <laughs> true story. True story. So, um, yeah, just thank you guys. If you ever are wondering or uh, doubting whether you've had an impact in the lives of people, just remember Brent at 20 and Brent at 37. And you'll know, like, there was a change in my life that happened because of you guys. So um, we're going to invite you guys up right now um, to do some prayer. Paul, can you help me get these chairs over here? If you guys don't know this about John, he he likes preaching, but he does not like being up front with the attention on him, right? So, um, yeah. I just want to say thank you, Um, not only for all of your kind words and memories. um, It's been hinted at that uh, when God called us here, We both cried because we didn't want to come, Um, but the call was, um, there was no question that it was a call, and um, we have loved our years here. We thought it was the end of the world. We loved our church that we were at before and didn't want to leave it and uh, thought that we were coming to a desert Uh, But the verse that God gave us um, when he called us here was, part of it was, you'll find a good and spacious land that lacks nothing. And it has been that. And uh, it's because of you guys. You've, um, it's been reciprocal. Uh, We may have poured into you, but you have blessed us tremendously. And um, we love you for it. And we, uh, we appreciate all that you've done for us. All right. At this time, uh, why doesn't everybody stand up and come on up? We're just going to see how many people we can pack in this space. Shara needs more Kleenex.
Father, at this time, we just come before you and we thank you for uh, the way that you have moved through these two and that you have moved in their life. Um, we just acknowledge that, that everything that they know and everything that they've done, Father, is by your spirit and because of you and um, the character and the, and the personality that you've given them to, to carry out the ministry uh, that you've called them to, Father. Um, I just thank you, God, for the way that you've moved in their life over and over and over again. And God, I ask that you would just continue to move in their lives. Um, and may they know in their hearts how much we appreciate them and how much we love them and uh, want to continue to be in relationship with them, Father. Holy One. I pray that, Holy Spirit, that you continue to speak life into the two of them. You've given them words of knowledge. You have allowed them to speak life into this community. You've given them vision, parenthood, pastorhood. And this may be a moment of a little bit of a vacation. But I'm, guess, I'm, I'm guessing that you have much, much more ahead. Father, I'm asking that you speak clearly into their lives as they continue in this ministry, in this community. I just bless God and Char. I just honor them. I thank you for their pouring out that all the great stories we've heard about them being an example it's like I can vouch for that in Randy and I's marriage that um, as fire and ice uh, where God is there is still uh, hope and grace and <clears throat> yeah, I just bless them I honor them for for being uh, a mom and dad to so many of us uh, far away from home God, we just thank you for John and Shar and just the simpleness of relating to them and just the joy that you take in them. God, and we keep talking about John and Shar's steadfastness, God, and that um, when I close my eyes and I see Pastor John, he's underwater and he's got his feet planted and it doesn't matter which way the waves are going this way or that way, he is remaining the same and that's his the mark on him and Shar. They're not going this way or that way. They are just right there with you. And God, we just thank you that they reflect your steadfastness towards us, that you hold on to us and that things come and they go, but that you hold on to us tightly. And God, that's what they look like. They look like you when they're doing that. So we just bless that in them. And we just pray that this next season will just be joyful for them. You would increase their joyful moments you just increase um, their laughter and that just these memories would be made with people that are with them and um, those who are surrounding them, that it would be a very joyful time and we just bless them. Father, I just want to thank you for this couple, the way they have been, um, they have persevered, they've been so steadfast. Father, most of all, I, I want to thank you for the way that they have spoken truth and love to all of us. 
and the way they have raised us up to speak the truth and love to others. Father, we just um, we just ask for a double portion of blessing to be poured out on them today, Father. I'm so glad we're not the ch- kind of church that banishes them from us when they retire. We are just so grateful to have them still in our presence that we still get to glean from their wisdom and their their truth and um, their love of you. Father, I just thank you for the number of times that they have been willing to test the baked goods that I brought here to church (laughs) and always, always made me feel good about whatever it is I could contribute, whether it be little or or big. And uh, Father, I just thank you for just the way they radiate your love in everything that they do. We just thank you for it. I know that you guys don't necessarily like having all this attention with all this like things being said about you, but I just feel like it's a, because we're going to get to heaven, we're going to be face to face with Jesus. And all these things that are of value are going to come out, the things that we've done in life. And I just feel like this is a fraction of what that's going to look like. Like it doesn't even compare to what got, what uh, the gold that's going to come out as we stand before him and he says, well done, good and faithful servant, be glorified. And so, Father, I thank you for that. And I also, as people were praying, I just felt like the building of the house is like a building of this new season that you're coming into, a new uh <clears throat> Um, experience of the presence of God, new relationships, um, deeper uh, uh, relationships with him and with others. And um, it's, uh, he's trusting you with that. You know, it's not just your dream, it's his dream. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this power couple and that they're going to be a power couple till the day they get called home. Thank you, Father. I heard a sermon once that was talking about how we take care of the church. And since the church is the bride of Christ, if if God said, here, I need you to take care of, if Jesus said, here, I need you to take care of my wife while I'm, while I'm gone, you know, we take that very seriously. And so the picture that I got is like, when you stand before the throne, and yes, you are a part of the body of Christ, you are a part of the bride of Christ, but when, when Jesus said, how'd you take care of my wife while I was gone? You'll probably say the best I could and not well enough. Um, but then when, when Jesus asks each and every one of us, how did John and Char take care of my wife while I was gone? You'll have all these, all of this countless testimony on, on your behalf of just how well you took care of each and every one of us and just how well you... Um, fulfilled that calling and a verse that came to mind was um, humble yourself under the hand of mighty of mighty God 
and he will exalt you at the proper time. So this is the first proper time, whereas you have been humble and humbly served, we, we get to exalt you now <laughs> as is proper, but then God will do it again <laughs> in heaven. So that's what I was thinking. We are uh, we're gonna transition soon here, and uh, my encouragement is to to find them while they're downstairs eating. Um, they're not going anywhere, so we have more weeks. But my encouragement is find them, pray over them, bless them. If you have more to say, share it with them. I want to pray a blessing over them, and uh, I just want to first just share. I'm so thankful for them. Uh, this place has been a watering hole for me. As God has sent me out and brought me back to recharge me, refresh me, sent me out. Brought me back to recharge me, refresh me, sent me out. And then finally sent me back. And uh, I'm so thankful that John has walked with honor and with grace and uh, humility. It takes, um, it takes sisu, really. I mean, the French word for the UP, right? Uh, some some guts, some courage to be able to stand in the storm to begin with. Um, it takes somebody that is firmly planted to be able to do that, um, which is impressive. And it's also equally impressive um, to hold it loosely and with an open hand. You know, after 20 years of investing uh, your heart, your soul, your family, to be able to come up here with your kids and weather a storm and still hold it um, as not your thing, but God's thing that you're entrusted to. Um, man, I feel bad for the pastor that's got to follow you. Uh, just, just kidding. No, I'm, I'm honored. I am honored. You know, and Shar, you know, I remember one of my first um, times I was talking with John, looking for some wisdom. You know, I was going to pastors that I didn't know asking for wisdom for some stuff in in, uh, in my life. And it was Shara that said, you know, I think, I think there's some ladies that have a gifting in prayer you should hang out with. And, uh, you know, that season shifted my life. And uh, so thank you, Shar. John, I, I look forward to all the walks that we have weekly um, and, and chat. And, um, you know, I've got a, a poem I'm not going to read today, but... Um, you know, 21 years ago when I was a high school kid, I wrote, wrote a poem about my plead with God to make me a match um, to, to start a fire. And, uh, you know, early on when I, when I was here, I remember hearing a prophetic word from one of the crazy prayer ladies, as I called them. And, uh, you know, they, they reminded me of a vision that John had, I believe it was John had, of starting all these matches in the UP. And uh, so I'm, I'm part of that legacy. And uh, I think what you've heard is numerous people in this room that are part of that legacy. And the cool thing is so many have come from a distance and so many wanted to come from a distance. And those matches have gone to start fires elsewhere. And so we give God honor and glory for that. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you would bless John and Shar, that you'd bind wisdom around their neck, make understanding their friend, give them insight. God, give them timing with their, their walk with you. 
God, may they not rush ahead. May they not lag behind, but may they just walk in your presence. God, may they know the fullness of favor that you have for them. God, may may their kids and their grandkids and their great-grandkids reap what they've sown. God, may you multiply your favor in their lives. God, may we as a church honor them. God, may you show us your goodness through them. God, I ask that in this season you would send the people that have grievances and offenses to me and that you lighten that that burden from, from their shoulders that they've walked with for decades. May this be a light season and a fun season for them. God, we just ask that you would bless the food that we're going to eat downstairs. Keep our kids safe as they play outside. And that you would inhabit our praise, that you would inhabit these people. God, and that you would make us a blessing. And that you would make us able to receive your blessings generously. God, we worship you. You are good and you are faithful. And I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we need some adults to be over by the inflatables. Kids, you are not allowed on there without two adults there. Five kids at a time, adults. If you're hungry, head downstairs. Church is over. Oh, wait, hold on one second. I just, uh, just for a minute, you know me, a minute. Uh, just want to say thank you Um, it is true our hearts have been passionate for the presence of God and remain that way Um, before we were married we discussed we felt like we had the temperaments to go into difficult places and help set them on their feet so that was our call from before even getting married and uh, that's been part of who we are um I have a very good wife, you know, and I have a wife that uh, has done incredible with me. So, uh, (laughs) I need to acknowledge that. I, uh, I'm a person that is like the bus is leaving, get on or get off. And she's been the one, we got to get on now. We got to get on. You know, she kept the family together, so to speak. And that's been a a very needed thing just for both of us, you know. Um, Right before we came here, our faith was revitalized in the Lord. Uh, We'd been in the church all our lives, but we'd reached a place of um, just frustration and not knowing I mean, the talk was of the presence of God, but the practice wasn't, by and large. And uh, our lives were revitalized shortly before we got here. And a lot of things came together here 
where we were the same people we'd always been, but things worked in a way they hadn't before. So we give God credit for that and honor that, uh, you know, he's blessed us with this, but it was him, and we know that. And, uh, and we look forward to him doing that and continuing that. You know, it, by his grace, this church will continue on. With Benny, this church is going to get stronger and stronger. And, you know, even in providing Benny's coming here, um, I didn't recognize an initial of it within weeks, just knew this is what we've prayed for. You know, and, and, and even at the six, okay, I'm going to stop after this story. At the six-year mark, I felt like I'd accomplished the original goals here, and I was praying about whether I should leave or not and hand this off. And uh, God gave me two words, entrepreneurialism and cooperatives. And I'm going, those are the strangest words I've ever heard for a church, and I have no clue what that means. But if you count the number of entrepreneurs out of this body, uh, it's, it's phenomenal what God has done that way. And so that was the beginning of something. And the cooperatives, we're still exploring that. But, uh, you know, God does speak to congregations, and he gives them gifts, and he enables them to accomplish great works for his kingdom. And we're going to continue in that by his grace. So God bless you. Thank you.